Hi everyone, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Call community. We missed another week, unfortunately. Again, we couldn't make our diaries align, so... Episode 103 of the podcast, we're recording this on the 14th of May, so it should be live on the 15th of May, and we missed out a week, apologies. We're in danger, as I think I said a couple of weeks ago, of becoming a bi-weekly podcast. Really hope that's not not the case, uh, but uh, as I said back then, um, we do need to get together, and sometimes it just doesn't work, life is that busy. And I'm speaking of busy people having busy lives, and they're probably going to say, oh, I've done nothing this week, uh, i better introduce... <laughs> Mike and Russ. So, Mike, how you doing, sir? I'm um, good, thank you. We um, this week we did our local uh, our annual plant sale for scouts. So I unloaded a wagon of um, three thousand boxes of plants over two days and sold those um, to people who'd um, ordered them. And a good fundraiser, but back breaking work as well as being at work. So busy, busy. A bit different from sitting taking phone calls, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that stopped at the moment, which. Um, we only do it Monday, Friday now because they've come to the conclusion that with two million pieces of work on hand, um, it's best to do that as well as the phone. So spinning plate scenario. <laughs> Fair enough. So you've had a good time generally though with your uh, plants. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a lot of plants. Yeah, yeah. A hell of a lot. Like Some people order like 43 boxes worth with six plants a box or eight plants a box. So a lot of plant faff going on. There you go. Plant faff. That sounds like yeah. a... A Mancurian term. Fair enough. How about you, Russ? What have you been up to? Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I've moved on to, uh, we often talk about our DVD box sets. I'm on to American Horror Story Season 1 at the moment. So I'm, what, a season behind you at the moment? Yeah, I've and, done nothing. Uh, I'm still stuck in middle of Season 2. I didn't need to. Yeah, so I have to say, enjoying that at the moment. Uh, other than that, mostly just uh, just working, really, and um, plotting the next adventure. I still think is likely to be downloaded in uh, the forthcoming weeks. But uh, yeah. how about yourself? Um, working mostly. Um, yeah, I need to plot my download agenda. Actually, thinking about it, I need to sort that out. I've been watching a few television programs on Netflix. So yeah, just keeping very very busy doing lots and lots of things. But they don't sound very interesting when I think back over them. So I'm not going to bore anyone. I've been trying to cut my grass for two weeks. Um, but every time I kind of get around to doing it it rains so it looks like a bit of a jungle out there my cats are having a great time hunting each other out there um it looked really pretty about a week ago it was all dandelions of course they're now gone to seed and i'm thinking oh great um so yeah it's it's looking looking rather wild out there in the uh the the back garden of uh, shay rycroft anyway so let's start off with news this week as was reported about a week ago now, Lacuna Coal have released far, four dates, nearly said five then, four dates, four new dates that they're playing in the home turf of Italy. Uh, I'm going to get these wrong, but I'll, I'll try to say them anyway. So on the 23rd of May, they're playing at Campo Sportivo. On the 4th of July, they're playing the Rock City uh, Stadi- Stadium Lorenzo. Uh, on the 31st of July, they're playing at... Uh, the uh, Power Sound Festival in Campus Portivo. And on the 8th of August, they are playing at the Festival di Magiano in Magiano. So um, if you're in that part of the world, then you've got no excuses. Get out there and see the band play. If you want to see 
all of the upcoming shows at Lacuna Koala down to play, whether they're festivals or individual events, then you can check out our tour section on the Empty Spiral website, which uh, I keep as up to date as possible. And uh, you can also, if you click on the link, you can go back and see all of the old shows that they've been all the way back. All those, gosh, how many years is it now? A lot. <laughs> Nearly 20 years of, of um, shows you'll see. So go and check that out if you've got an interest in uh, seeing what Lacuna Koala played over the years. One thing we didn't mention a couple of weeks ago, um, as you may recall, we reported that they're playing at the Workers' Day Festival, which was the 100,000 strong people playing, or people they weren't playing, watching a variety of different bands playing in Rome and Lacuna Core, one of the uh, many bands that were playing. Uh, it was actually um, televised, and you could watch it live both in the uh, on TV in Italy as well as streaming online. Uh, which we did. There's only three songs, and as we were talking before the podcast died, if you're watching it online or on TV, you would have noticed that one of the songs was actually cut with the adverts, which, you know, that's that happens. There's nothing you can do about that. They're not going to stop the concert for an advert. Um, I know some people have been concerned about the, the crowd reaction. I'm saying, oh, look, Nicole didn't get a, an amazing crowd reaction. And, and I think, um, whilst I could see that some people enjoyed it, let's not forget here that there were 100,000 people. Right, guys? And uh, yeah. yeah, and and you know, even if one percent of those people enjoyed them and wanted to find out more, that's still a thousand people. So, you know, you, I I think we need to put it in context what a great experience was it was to to see them playing in a, the largest audience they've ever played in front of. I mean, I think that's the important thing here. Um, I was well chuffed. I wish I'd been there. You know, I'm sure, irrespective of, of not seeing everybody jumping up and down, it would have been great to have been part of the crowd. Yeah, definitely. Um, it uh, from what I've seen of the footage, it uh, certainly looked uh, well. It it looked a lot bigger than a regular festival that we've uh, we've seen them at. I've seen them at Bloodstock here, and quite a large crowd there. You've seen them at Download, very big crowd there. That just looks monumental in size, and it is um, a very uh, proud thing for them to um, be part of the bill. And oh, exactly. It's, uh, it's it's great for them. Yeah, I mean, 100,000 people, that's that's twice the biggest crowd you've Well, I thought it was 500,000 people, I think I saw somewhere, which, if oh, really? it is five, yeah, if it, it, I thought it was 500,000, which, if it is, that is beyond the pale of ridiculous. Say, where were they standing? Where, is there anywhere um, 500,000 About four people? miles away, probably. <laughs> I'm not sure there's anybody anywhere in Rome that you could stand that many people together, but I might be wrong. Yeah, well, probably <laughs> Naples. <laughs> Well, um, whether it was 100,000 people or 500,000 people. Either way, impressive. Impressive, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think you could still stream it, actually. I'm not quite sure if they've removed the adverts or um, or if you just see the, the two songs, which... Um, which they the, the, the other one that was cut from the advert, that's available on YouTube, I think, if you look for it. Yes, yes. I know yeah. there was someone uploaded the, the video to it. Bit grainy, yeah, but looks yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, so this week on the Empty Spiral podcast, we have another one of our infamous death matches where two of the three hosts go verbally head to head in an attempt to outwit the other and establish which one of the two songs that we have in the virtual arena reigns supreme. 
So this week we've got a couple of heavyweights, shall we say. Oh. We have Heaven's a Lie, that classic Lacuna Core song uh, that is being championed by Mike. And we have Our Truth, another classic Lacuna Core song. Uh, obviously a an album newer, but nevertheless still something which is played live consistently and has been since it first came out and that is being championed by russ so guys i hope you've got your uh your mitts on and you're ready to come from your corner so seconds out we're going to start with mike ding ding uh, ding ding yeah indeed and i'm going to say to you mike what makes heaven's alive such a great lacuna core song great lacuna core song um from the piano stroke guitar opening or the gothic feel throughout it with the almost classical feel to it, subtly in the background, the heaviness of everything throughout it. And for that era, even though it was released a very long time ago, it stood the test of time and still sounds as modern today as it did when it was released. Mm, fair enough. Okay. So, Russ, what makes Our True such a great looking song? What makes Our True such a great song? Simple. You've got that. Arabian, dare I say, Eastern opening with sort of the, the glockenspiel or the music box, however you want to call it from the video. Um, it gives a different texture. It's a different sound to what you hear in any other Lacuna Coil song, which makes it unique. You've got that really heavy down-tuned guitar in the song, which they sort of touched upon in Comalize, but now on the Karma Code album, it comes to the forefront. And you've got that absolutely massive belted vocal from Christina right from the outset. And, you know, it literally carries the song throughout, whether it's on the record or if it's live. It's just a huge, huge anthem. And that's the best way to describe this. It is arguably Lacuna Call's biggest ever song. Mm, OK, so, Mike, um, Russ has said why he thinks Our Truth is such a great song. Why mm -hmm. isn't Our Truth such a great song? I think as much as the Eastern Arabian mix is good. Don't get me wrong, I do like our truth, but I just think that in some respects it's a bit too much of a mashup with certain things going on in it. Yes, it's a heavy song, but I think that Heaven's a Lie is a steady flow from start to finish of greatness. And he go he said about it being an anthem, I think that it tips the scales the other way with Heaven's a lie and it's it stood the test of time better, especially on a set list in a live gig where our truth, they switch it around like we've experienced it even opening the show. Well, it either open, it should close the show, as we've experienced, but opening it, does that really work? I mean, that's a different different conversation altogether, but heaven's a lie, I just think it packs more of a punch. Okay, interesting. So, Russ, why isn't heaven's a lie such a great song, then? Valid points there, and similar to Mike, I'm also a fan of the, the Heaven's a Lie song, but in defence of our truth as Mike mentioned, okay, we might not agree with it, but, you know, it, they can place that particular song anywhere in the set list. Could you necessarily close a show with Heaven's a Lie? Probably not. It's always more traditionally a, a mid-set list um, type song. Uh, secondly, big fan of the song, but, you know, arguably there have been discussions at times that perhaps it just sort of goes on a little bit too long, and he's slightly repetitive fan of the song, but a fact of the song. So that's my my two reasons, really. Okay. Mike, why is Heaven's Alive better than Our Truth? Better? Um, better. Let me think. 
stands the test of time. I know I've said that before, but I can't think that our truth in 10 years' time will still be on the set list. And I'm still, if Lacunacola is still around, I would think that Heaven's a Lie will be there as it still is. Okay, Russ, same question to you. So why is our truth better than Heaven's a Lie? Simple. It just comes back down to that Christina vocal. If you picture yourself at a gig, at a live setting, you've gone to see Lacuna Coil, Christina starts singing that whoa, 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 and all of a sudden, everyone starts jumping. You're not going to get that in Heaven's a Lie, but you do get it in our truth. Okay. Mm, quite compelling arguments from both sides, really. So, Mike, final round then. Mm-hmm. You've got about a minute. Yeah. And I want a closing argument as to why Heaven's a Lie reigns supreme when it comes to those heavyweight anthems and why it beats out on our truth. Heavyweight anthem. Well, if if you've been along, uh, if you've stood the test of time, like with the song and been a fan for a very long time since before then, or when that was released, all the way fast forward to now, you will s- still appreciate this like a fine wine as a song. It gets better, or it gets better with age, and it's it has stood the test of time. I think the vision of a hundred thousand people at a festival belt in a way that as an anthem also like our truth works very well in its favor and i just think this is slightly towards the um knocking ahead as a song compared to our truth don't get me wrong our truth is a very good song but i would say in this instance heaven's a lie wins okay russ same to you you got one minute closing argument closing argument i think our truth is perhaps more representative of a modern lacuna call I think you've got more band interaction on this particular song, whereas Heaven's Alive is more a centrepiece for the traditional vocal interplay between Andrea and Christina. Whereas on this song, you know, you've got everything. You've got the guitars, the bass, the drums. When you see it live, Christina should even get involved, pick up some drumsticks and start hitting the cymbals. And as I say, it comes back to the fact that it's a hugely energetic song. You've got that extended outro with that chugging down tune guitar, which just adds to the heaviness. And as I say, it's just a thunderous song. When it came out, it was on heavy rotation. It's got that stunning video that's also iconic, as is Heaven's a Lie. But, you know, our truth, you know, 2006, when this song came out, you know, the amount of exposure was huge. And that's partly because of this song, why Carmico was as successful as it was. Mm, so there we go, folks. We have um, closing arguments from both sides, Heaven's a Lie versus Our Truth. What do you think? We'll put a vote up on the front plate of empty spiral we want to hear from you um which is the heaviest of the heavyweights heavens of light or our truth which are we going to hear in 10 years time and why are we looking for those classic vocal harmonies or are we looking for that crowd interaction um that we get with our truth well that's for you to decide <laughs> That brings us on to our review this week and we are now firmly in the center of broken ground halo where we move on to the song victims so mike i'm going to start with you sir victim thank you thought. thank you sir you're very welcome Off you go. <laughs> don't be a victim 
<laughs> it is one of these songs, I think, that whilst we've had the heavyweight, bombastic barrage of things starting with, on the album, that this takes it down a notch or two. And I think that you can either go down two trains of thought with this song that I'll come to on a, in a minute. Musically, it starts fairly tame with the guitar work, which works very well and leads into Christina's dual vocals, which also is a plus point for this song. It is quite long in length, um, and I think that the vocal performance from Christina and Andrea works very well intertwining between the two of them. Um, and I think that that is a plus point also. I don't think it would work with one of them missing. Um, lyrically, it is very strong. Now, two trains of thought with me for this. You could argue, I would think, that it's to do with war and the horrors of that and wanting to escape it. Or the other thing that I was thinking of, like with many, many Lacuna Call songs that we've discussed on this podcast throughout the weeks and months that we've done it, is about escaping from a bad relationship. Um, so many things to go through. Um Suddenly, I'm on my own. I got lost along the way. Very descriptive. Various other things throughout the song, and I think it works really well as uh, as a song. So that's it from me. Okay, thanks, Mike. Rust, what do you think of uh, Victims? Victims, I think Mike summed it up fairly well there. Um, as I say, this is probably one of my not say it's a bad song. It's one of my lesser favourites on the album, which because to me there's a lot stronger songs. Obviously, it begins with that sort of chimed chugging guitar. Going, going, sort of. Uh, there's a bit of a juxtaposition. So you've got the best of both worlds there. You get the snare hit and the bass comes in. And the the standout for this song is obviously that spoken word segment from Christina, which again makes it unique to a Lacuna Coil song because it's the only song you, you get that type of vocal. And if I had a criticism, there are more guitars in this song that you don't necessarily hear. They're buried very low in the mix. So unless you turn it right with your headphones, you can miss things on this particular song. Um, my biggest plus point on this is Andrea's vocal. Uh, I love how he sort of sings the verses aggressively. Specifically, we will not stand in line. Victims have fallen in vain. Mother's tears, vicious eyes. We've seen it all before. Just love the way he delivers those lines. Um, and similar to Mike, there's many ways you can interpret this lyrically. Um, Mike touched upon what I viewed it as sort of a, a song re rebelling against slavery kind of thing, you know, being being put down, being a victim. But, you know, in the case of just being sort of, the, you know, find yourself and, and rise above, going back to sort of earlier themes of, you know, the earlier albums, dare I say. Fair enough. So victims, or as I like to call it, Lacuna Coil's Rage Against the Machine song. Um, <laughs> I'm a big, big fan of this. Uh, starting off with the opening, I mean, you refer, you know, you you both said about the the opening, and and I feel this is an earworm of a song. You know, I remember when I first listened to Broken Crown Halo, I got all the way through the album, and I remember going do 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 afterwards, and I still do it today. Victims <laughs> does that to me. That kind of opening, opening bars, as you say, we got the synth, we got the guitars, and then the chugging bass comes on, which is just really great. The the beginning actually, I think, has got some. It, it definitely has firm gothic roots. There's a a darkness about it. It's kind of a velvety feeling. It reminds me of 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 a little bit about a moon spell. You know that kind of place. It feels like that to me. There's real darkness to this song. It, in terms of the the musical composition which i really like speaking about the composition i find this song really well structured it's it's a little different from other songs we've had you know we've got we've got the the, the bridge for christina goes back to the rage against machine moment you know which is that that 
that spoken angry vocals that she does we've got the great conclusions sort of the the lead out at the at the end of the song from andrea where he comes in and and does his a slightly different um vocal where he extends the chorus as a conclusion going oh, i don't want to hear no more the rotten lies of her before never break me down again i kind of burn inside this hell and then goes into vengeance and oh, i love that love that whole thing i think that the way that the song is structured is is really really good and unlike anything i've heard or at least remember from lacuna Curl before on the lyrics i think this has got some great strong lyrics i think you said it mike uh i see this as a, as an anti-society kind of we're all victims and we can allow ourselves to be victims whether it's whether it's you know, it could be about anything it could be about society it could be slavery it could be war it could be a bad relationship it doesn't matter and i think the the abstract nature of the lyrics um lends itself you know if there's one song where if you're going through shit and you want someone else, in this case, Lacuna Core, that to recognise the shit you're going through. This is the song for you. You know, I think this is a song that can give you a lot of strength or, or make you feel empowered that maybe you're not alone in this world. And you know, it's it's one of those songs that I listen to and I go, yeah, absolutely, I'm not a victim, or I'm not going to allow myself to be a victim. And I think that's that's a great message. You know, it's it's, a, it's quite angry. Well, it is. I mean, you've got to listen to Andrea's vocals, as you said, right? right so it's an angry feeling to this song, which starts off in a different place and then gets progressively more angry as we go through. And it is a statement of song. So, you know, as I say, Rage Against the Machine. You love it. Um, I, big, big fan of it. So I do wonder, though, guys, is that bridge, the... The um the Christina part, you know, the people told me I was weak. I'll tell them mm. I've never quit. Now, did that come as it was that too bold? Do you think? You know, I think there's a few people that kind of go, oh, that's brilliant. But I suspect there's also quite a few people that go, whoa, that's just not Lacuna Coil. That's not what I was expecting. I think it works, but also it sounds like potentially it may have been added later. I don't I don't know about that, but. I think that the way it is delivered for me, it certainly works, but you can understand how people think it's completely left field and doesn't fit at all with the song. I mean, I I, I think it fits. Uh, but yeah, I do, definitely. I, I just thought, well, I wasn't expecting that. And But mm. when you listen to the song in its entirety, I think it, it works perfectly. I don't, I'm not sure that it was done later. It might be something that just developed in the yeah, recording possibly. session rather than mm-hmm. something that was you know laid down weeks or months yeah, in yeah. advance. What do you think about that particular part of the song? Me, I, I think it's bold. I think it works, um, but I understand the the points of both both points of view. Um, but similarly, you know, I've seen Christina throw down some uh, some death metal vocals, and uh, I was thinking, ah, oh, maybe we get some of those in there. So, uh, uh, next you know, that, that lady can certainly pack a punch. Let's just say, and <laughs> next, you don't want to get on her bad stuff. Definitely not. Next album, maybe. Next album. Happy days. <laughs> Mike, what are you going to give it scores, mate? Um, I think it's still up there with the rest of the album, so I'll, I'll give it an eight. I think it's a slow burner that if you if you don't listen to it straight away, or you you like skip past it, maybe you need to go back to it and appreciate it. Certainly. Okay, eight out of ten from Mike Russ. What do you think of it? I love love the message that you touched upon. I think that's the strongest point of the song. A solid seven out of ten overall composition for me. Okay, I'm going to give this a nine out of ten. I think we're all feeling very different things about victims, which um, mm. you know, that's no bad thing. Uh, this to me is an absolute earworm of a song. 
you know, I, I find it compelling. I find it addictive. I love the, the message. I love the lyrics. I love the vocals, both from Christina and Andrea. I take your point, Russ, about the guitars being a little bit too low in the mix. I think they could come up a little bit. Um, really love the song. Really love the song. And, and I suspect after this podcast is finished recording, I'll still be humming it away long into the evening. So there we go. Victims. Seven out of 10 from Russ, eight out of 10 from Mike, and a nine out of 10 from myself. Right, well, I think this brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. We've had opinions, we've had arguments, we've had reviews. None of us have been victims. Well, maybe one of us during the uh, during the death match, but I'll leave that for our listeners to decide who that might have been. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed what you're listening to. Don't forget you can subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher Radio Network. And also don't forget you can connect with us through either the Empty Spiral website over at www.emptyspiral.net or through one of our many social networks, either on Facebook or Twitter or Google or Tumblr. There you go. There's the other one we're on. Uh, we still haven't gone on LinkedIn. Don't hold your breath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we do all seem to be on there. Oh yeah, we are on there individually, but I'm not quite sure we're ready to set up our own company on there just for the purpose of the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope you hope you uh, enjoy what you listen to. I hope you check us out. I hope you go back and listen to some of the older episodes. We've got reviews. We've got interviews. We've got live reports. You know, there's lots of different things on there for if you're a fan of looking at all. And of course, to balance that you've got to listen to us talk about crap for quite some time <laughs> but you know hopefully you'll uh you'll get past that and, in, and enjoy it don't forget it is your podcast so we do want to hear from you so yeah that's kind of me running out of words to say for this week i'm hoping that we'll get back and uh, uh into our regular uh podcasting and be able to present you an episode next week uh if that's not the case i'm sure we'll be back the week after we do try we really really do it's not because we don't want to um until then i I say have a great time everybody listen to more lacuna coil take it easy everybody cheers everyone cheers guys